welcome to the Pet Business Coach Podcast, where I help you make your pet business dreams a reality. I'm your pet business coach, Eliza. It's August 2020, and as I'm recording this, we're six months into the pandemic. I know it seems like it'll never end, but this too shall pass. I want to talk today about a brighter topic, and that is the future. More specifically, getting back to business after the pandemic. This episode will be the first of a two-part series in which I cover several aspects of reopening or restarting your business, including marketing post-pandemic, employee management, client management, and personal management. Today, you'll learn how to best tailor your post-pandemic marketing messages and how to ensure a smooth transition for your employees back into the daily routine. I think it's going to be an amazing show, so give the dog a bone and the kitty some catnip, and let's dive right in. It's been a brutally tough six months for most small businesses. At times, it's felt like the pandemic will never end. We've spent days and weeks with a lot of extra free time and haven't had the structure or the hustle and bustle of working with clients and employees each day as our businesses have slowed to a crawl or closed temporarily. Staying positive over this time has been hard, really hard. I'm convinced, though, that it's those businesses who've been able to look forward and see a better future who will survive the pandemic and come out stronger for it. There is light at the end of the tunnel, and it's starting to get closer. Soon, we'll be getting back to business. Are you ready? Or at least, are you actively preparing? Today, I'm going to talk about how you can market your business post-pandemic and how you can help your employees get back into business as normal as quickly as possible. As a small business owner, you wear many, if not all, of the hats, including marketing. If you're like me, when the pandemic hit, you were a little lost in the marketing department. Continuing to advertise for pet sitting and dog walking services, given the constraints on people's movements and the unease with physical contact became, at best, ineffective and, at worst, insensitive. Our first impulse was to simply stop marketing and wait it out. It quickly became evident, though, that waiting it out was the last thing we should do. The experts agreed that the pandemic was a time for renewed, albeit revised, marketing efforts. Marketing during the pandemic shifted away from selling and more toward helping and relationship building, arguably where it should have been all along. We embraced an approach of kindness, empathy, and working together to get through a tough time. If we were able to continue serving our clients, we made sure they knew we were there for them for whatever they needed, even if that was just a reminder that they weren't alone. If we couldn't continue to provide services, we made sure our clients knew what the status of our business was. Whichever of these boats you were in, you've been working these past months to maintain that connection with your clients and to continue to build those relationships for when things get back to a more normal place. As we get closer to a post-pandemic world, we've again got to rethink what our marketing looks like. Here are three things to keep in mind as you navigate the new marketing landscape after the crisis. Number one, figure out how to love your clients from six feet away. The length of a cow, the height of your high school locker, the average height of a refrigerator, the standard length of a dog leash, and of course, 
the distance recommended by the Center for Disease Control for minimizing the spread of COVID-19. These days, six feet away has become the battle cry of a war against an invisible enemy. We may never look at this distance the same way again. We are, or were at least, a society of contact, hugging close friends or family or even not-so-close friends, and handshakes to do everything from say hello to close a business deal. Running a pet care company is a particularly intimate and personal service. We come into people's homes and become part of theirs and their pets' lives. Until the pandemic hit, I strived for and was proud of our personal service. A warm handshake, close contact when meeting furry family members, meet and greets in people's homes spent getting to know each of our clients on a personal level. That was normal for us. And then the virus hit, and we, like everyone else, had to figure out how to love our clients from six feet away. Human connections are everything. How do we promote a personal, hands-on service in a market that is leery of any personal contact? The answer is, we find alternative ways to connect with our clients and personalize our services. Maybe that's increased personal messages to our top clients, or virtual meet and greets, or pet sitting visit updates that include pictures of sanitization activities. Now is the time to put on our creative hats. There are many ways to provide a hands-on service without actually being hands-on. We need to brainstorm ideas and include those in our services and correspondingly our marketing messages. Number two, tell them about your new normal. You're likely taking precautions as we emerge from the pandemic. Your employees are wearing masks and following good hygiene practices. You may be offering reduced contact initial meet and greets or even completely virtual meet and greets. You may be offering touch-free dog walking services where you pick the dog up in the front yard or at the porch and don't enter the house at all. We're all following some sort of precautions because we want to keep our clients and our employees safe. Don't assume that your clients know this. They will make assumptions about how you're conducting your business. Hopefully those are positive assumptions, but you shouldn't leave this to chance. Use your marketing to stress more than once what you're doing to ensure everyone's safety. And number three, tell your clients you're grateful. In my own business, I'm grateful that those who were able to have continued to use our services during the pandemic. Many of our clients stayed with us during the pandemic, even though in many cases they were now working from home or facing their own financial pressures. They've continued to allow us into their homes and trusted us to minimize risk with masks, sanitizers, and other methods during a time when every form of contact is a concern. Those clients who weren't able to continue services through the pandemic said they'll come back when it's passed. I've been humbled by the many encouraging notes, messages, and texts offering support and commitment to future business. At a time when it was easy as a small business owner to despair that things would ever get better, these words of encouragement and support were invaluable and deeply appreciated. Make sure your clients know how much you appreciate what they've done and have committed to doing in future for you and your business. Because of the pandemic, many business owners are today where they should have been before this happened. They've embraced a what-can-I-do-for-you marketing approach versus what can you do for me? We should take this to heart and never go back to a pre-pandemic sell, sell, sell approach. Good advice in business is a gift, and this advice is a big, fat, beautiful present with a shiny red bow. 
Let's shift gears now and talk about how to manage your employees as you get back to business to make the transition for them as easy as possible. Starting your business back up from being closed or slowed isn't as simple as asking everyone to show up for work on Monday morning. There are legal requirements depending on whether you furloughed, laid off, or reduced hours for your employees. While we're not going to focus on these questions today, these are all areas where you should seek legal counsel. It is an expense, but one that will prevent future issues. Today, rather, we're going to focus on the more human and less regulatory side of the business. Chances are your business doesn't look the same now as it did before the pandemic. There are new procedures, expectations, and realities that need to be taken into account. It's important that you take steps now to ensure you and your employees are ready when they show up for business. The first tip for managing your employees is be fair, but be real. You love your employees, but let's be honest. You love some of your employees more than others. There are always going to be star players, solid performers, and average performers. And that's okay. Every business needs leaders and followers. You may have had some average performers before the pandemic who were struggling. They're not bad employees. You want to bring them back, but you need to address any concerns. The return to business is a great chance for a fresh start for you and them. Take time with these employees to coach them and set goals for improvement. Let them know that they're valuable, but can become even more valuable and that you want to help them get there. Also, if it's relevant, make changes to client assignments as part of the relaunch. You might have assigned clients to particular employees before the pandemic hit. They might have been good matches at the time, but something has changed since then. Perhaps location of client uh, and or the employee has changed, making travel to and from the client difficult or maybe the needs of the client no longer match the employee's skills or availability. It'll be much less disruptive to reassign a client to a different employee now after an extended time away than it will be to do it when things are up and running at full speed. Number two, introduce new procedures. You might have spent, like me, the last few months updating or writing from scratch your policies and procedures. If so, good for you. We've had more free time during the pandemic, and it was a great opportunity to make sure all of your ducks were in a row procedure-wise. Now is the time to make sure your employees are trained, comfortable, and ready to go with these procedures. Whether they're employee-facing procedures like requesting vacation or client-facing procedures like your cancellation policy, they need to be thoroughly communicated to your employees. Consider holding an all-hands meeting to walk through them and answer questions. Get them out in written form to everyone or incorporate them into your existing employee or operations manual. Number three, reset expectations. This truly is a restart for most businesses. Even if you were partially open during the pandemic, your return to full strength is a chance to reset expectations with your employees. There will be new expectations related to the post-pandemic precautions that everyone should understand, and there's also expectations that existed before the pandemic that can be reiterated. And this goes both ways. You should communicate your expectations to your employees, but they should also know what to expect from you. So to recap, three things that you should keep in mind as you do your thinking about your post-pandemic marketing are figuring out how to love your clients from six feet away, tell clients about your new normal, and express your gratitude to your clients. On the personnel management side, you want to be fair but real, 
introduce new procedures, and reset old expectations and make sure everybody's clear on the new expectations. And let me leave you with this. This truly is a rebirth for many businesses. Do you remember the excitement and buzz among your employees and your customers when you first launched your business? You probably had some awesome marketing efforts focused on introducing your new baby to the world. Now is your chance to recreate that excitement. You have a choice. You can come back in with a whimper by simply reopening your doors or quietly restarting services, or you can come back in with a roar by announcing and marketing your return loudly. You've survived the pandemic, and that's cause for celebration. Shout it from the rooftops and make it count. Thank you so much. In the next episode, I'll be continuing our topic of getting back to business with valuable insights into how to manage your clients and your personal life. Be sure to tune in. That's our episode for today. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, I would love it if you'd leave me a review on whatever platform you're tuning in on. You can also find me at thepetbusinesscoach.dog or check out my blog at imnotthekidnextdoor.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, you always have a choice. Don't forget to choose happiness.